This is Connie and Bruce, and this is Five Things You Need to Know. What is going on, everybody? We're going to share a little bit of news, a little bit of updates, and we saw Ant-Man, and we're going to share how we thought. It was actually a pretty good movie. Yep. All things considered, Ant-Man got not so great reviews, and that's the first thing we want to talk about today. When it first was announced that Ant-Man was going to be released on a Thursday, obviously the critics get to see it first, and the Rotten Tomatoes score for Ant-Man was not great. It really was a really poor score. I think it was in the the 40s or 50s, and it led a lot of people to believe that Ant-Man wasn't going to be a good movie, including myself. Isn't that always the case, though? Isn't Don't you go by audience score? Wasn't the audience score higher? I don't know, but yeah, when it when it when the audience started to go see it, the audience uh, score was a lot higher. I think it's in the gotcha. 80s now. Okay. And I always look at those two scores, and I always say, if the critics' score is high and the audience score is low, I probably won't like that movie. Yeah. Who but are it, these critics, by the way? I don't know, but yeah. they're too, like, they're too intricate detail-wise when it comes to, like, talking about these movies, and I don't like it. Yeah. But when I see the audience score high and the critic score you know, either high or low, then I'm, I'm I'm in on that movie. I usually go by the audience score. The audience, especially when it comes to Marvel movies, because the Marvel audience is usually people who go see a lot of those movies. Definitely. So that's what the guide I go by. And according to this article right here, right now, the Ant-Man has an 83 and an audience score of 85, which is pretty high. I mean, the thing about Ant-Man is that it's always a feel-good movie. I'm never sad. It's just always a fun escape, and I love that. I, I Sometimes I just don't want to feel certain sad emotions, and this one I know I can. it's like a guaranteed good time. Right. I totally agree with that. So that being said... What did you I, think of the movie? So, yeah. I mean, I loved it. I always love Paul Rudd. I always... Like, Ant-Man's like one of my favorite characters from Marvel. My only thing was I missed Michael Pena. I think that his comedy with... Paul Rudd, like they just have a good chemistry going on. Yeah, because Paul Rudd has a great chem, like he's a great comedian the way he delivers, but he yeah. needed somebody to bounce it off of. And in the, in this one, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium, there was no one really to bounce any of his comedy off. It was just him alone. Yeah, they tried, right? They tried with, I don't want to give too many spoilers away, but there's somebody that returns in the film that he tries to kind of bounce it off. and it Modoc, is that who you're talking about? It sort of gets forced. And then my other, I would say critique, critique if i can right is that i didn't love the relationship between him and his daughter i don't know if it was that believable and me and the kids were talking about this because they're my biggest critics like they're very much into marvel movies and they're number one critics they should have their own po- uh, well they do have their own podcast but they should do youtubes about movies because they did agree with me they th- they said that it was kind of, it's kind of bummer that it's not it's not the same actress from the early movies so they replaced her, which is, at first I thought maybe because they wanted an older actress, but I was looking at images and it seemed like the original actress seemed that she would fit the timeline with age, but I don't know, maybe that's just not what they were looking for. No, you know what happened is she might have fit the timeline now, but back when um, the second uh, movie came out for Avengers, when he blipped for five years, uh, maybe they she wasn't to, old enough at that time. To make the blip. Right, so they used this they actress. They CGI, though. They could have done that. I, mean, I she, thought that little girl was cute when, it, when the first two so Ant-Mans. She's so cute. And so not to say anything negative about this actress that's currently playing his daughter in the movie. She's 
absolutely fantastic. But I just, maybe it's because knowing it's not the same girl, I just, I wanted to see more of a connection that, and then maybe I'm just a little bummed that it wasn't really her. I thought the movie was, I thought the movie was better than I expected it to be. Yeah. It wasn't the best Ant-Man. It was probably ranked, I'd say this ranks better than Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, okay. I would say, but they're very close. Yeah. It could be neck and neck. Obviously the first Ant-Man was way underrated for me and under the radar and I loved it. And then these two were kind of neck and neck. I could take or take or leave either one of those. I always judge a film based on the fact that if I could just sit and watch it over and over, if I had to or if I wanted to, whatever. Sometimes these go on Disney Plus, and then you just kind of pick a movie for movie night. I don't know if I'm going to watch the third one again. I, I can watch the first two. I can watch the first one all the time. I would watch this one again. I don't know if I'd watch it repeatedly. Yeah. And I don't know if it's going to be one of those movies that's going to be great on TV. Like, you see Ant-Man and the Wasp on TV all the time. Yeah, it's so, I think because low expectations, right? It was the first time we were being introduced to Scott Lang. We weren't really used to that comedy yet in Marvel films. And so it would just kind of fit the box that I didn't know. I It just fit everything. Like I liked it. I yeah. thought it was a great movie. Yeah. All right, moving on to the next one. They announced recently that, and this is on the uh, Disney Parks Passholder website, that pass, annual pass holders for Disney World can get into the parks starting in a few weeks after 2 p.m. with no reservations. And Finally. All I, all I have to say is boo-hoo to you. <laughs> all those annual pass. I'm a little bitter about this one, to be honest with you. I, I was going to say, do we even, like, it's just so heartbreaking because we really want pass holders to come back for the regular folks like us who really just want to get into the parks when we want to. And it's just sad that we can't get a hold of them yet. And But I am excited to see that the reservation system seems like they're working things out where hopefully it'll be gone it's not really affecting crowd levels. I've you know, talked to so many people that are there this week that it's been busier than ever. So to me, it's just a shame because Universal, it's competing park. You don't need to plan as hard to just go to the park that day. So you I, know, I don't like, feel bad for them whatsoever. <laughs> I know you don't, but I, you know what? Watch, your, watch yourself because you will be a pass holder. So all that bitterness someday is going to you kind of have Well, to, hear me out. Okay. I don't feel bad for them right now because I don't have an annual pass. <laughs> it's like the people in the lightning lane. Yeah. When I'm not in the lightning lane, I very much dislike the people in the lightning lane. True. And then I'm in the lightning lane, and I look at the people in the regular lane, and I'm like, sorry about that, buddy. <laughs> I'm sorry. So sad. <laughs> so it's only it's only because I'm not in there, and I don't have an annual pass, that I don't feel bad for them. That's fair. But, you know, I know that it'll open up hopefully soon again, and as soon as it does, I'm going to try to snag a couple for us, like but, we did in Disneyland. But the, the broader picture here is that they're doing away with that time, reservation time for pass holders, which I think is a step in the right direction to someday hopefully getting rid of the reservation system altogether. I well, just, I saw a great a great point on Twitter. Okay. Oh. And it usually doesn't happen. Like, I know. Usually points on Twitter are not that great, but <laughs> yeah. I was, uh, uh, we're active on Twitter, WW Unlock Magic on Twitter if you want to follow us there. Uh, and somebody said that they were talking about annual passes and they said uh, oh they were just kind of critiquing the fact that they're just bringing this back after 2 p.m for annual pass holders and they were saying why isn't it just open right. and somebody commented and said well there's you know everything that happened in 2020 they're trying to get back into the groove and see how things work and then that person replied well they want all the cast members to get back into the office like it was before 2020 so if that's the case and they want to run the business behind the scenes pre-2020, why don't they run the actual business pre-2020? Hmm. Which made a really good point to me. If they 
if they want to have the administration act like it's back to normal, why don't they have the actual product back to normal? That's an interesting point for sure. I yeah, just, I thought it was good. I just don't know how you can have a reservation system implemented for so long when the other park that is doing some pretty big things lately is is doesn't have it. Disney's been around for what, 70 plus years? Mm -hmm. They've been running the parks for 70 plus years. I think they can manage to forget about the last two and a half years and just be like, reservation system, gone. We'll yeah. just, when if it's if it's too busy, I, we'll just not let anybody else in. Well, I thought, I, I thought it was helping them in the sense of being able to provide a good experience with crowd levels, but that doesn't seem to be the case. No. And so I just, you can't have all this happen and not really execute on a benefit for the guests. Right. Right. So that's the other, the only issue. So there you go. There's that. But speaking of the other park, you, Super Nintendo World officially opens at Universal Studios, but this is Hollywood. So this isn't necessarily, I think, Disney Disney's com competition, even in California. No, definitely not. Like I think Disneyland and Hollywood's Universal Studios in Hollywood, it's two separate things. Well, we had some people in Club UTM our private community who are nice plug <laughs> nice plug there. yeah link down below if you want to join us are actually disneyland natives they live in the west coast and they went and they said it was kind of underwhelming yeah i think a couple of complaints have been the fact that it has been crowded a little difficult to navigate but that's to be expected with anything new i mean i think a lot of folks forget certain areas and lands this is just in Disney World, when they first open, it's it's a challenge when there's just so many people wanting to be there. There's, of course, people taking videos and trying to, to share the information that's there. So I don't know if it's a fair review, per se, right now. But, and also, don't forget that Universal Studios in Hollywood is limited on space. Definitely. They're very limited on space. Yeah. There. So I don't know if I would judge a lackluster experience at Super Nintendo World in Hollywood and just compare that to what's going to happen in Orlando because Orlando, it's going to be its entire park. So. All right. Well, leave the judging to me then. Okay. Let me go ahead. Judge I'll away. Be, I'll, I'll judge you. Just sit back and reserve and Fine. wait for the next one. Sounds like a, sounds like a happy life. But to me. you know what? Listen again, go in there with low expectations. I yeah. really feel like that's the key to everything with True. movies, with theme parks, with vacations, family low expectations. If you go to, uh, in Hollywood, at the Universal Hollywood, and go to the Super Nintendo Land, and you have an expectation of it being not great, mm -hmm. you're probably going to have a good time. World not land, by the way. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> you know what I meant. Okay. Next thing. Yes. What's the next thing on the agenda here? Oh, this is interesting. So if you are a fan of the Disney Plus series, Hawkeye and She-Hulk, you saw a Rogers musical in if, there. If you're a fan. Of course you're a fan. Well, some people didn't like She-Hulk. That's true. And that's some people being me. But Hawkeye is great. I'm I'm adding Hawkeye to my Christmas list roundup. Like that's like a now a classic show that I have to watch every holiday season. I think She Hulk got better towards the end. It took a yeah. long time to get there. Hawkeye was great from the beginning. All right, let's go back to Hawkeye. What's new with Hawkeye? There's a What's Rogers musical coming to Disneyland Resort this summer in California Adventures. They are actually doing. They announced this on Avengers. A timeless story of a timeless hero. A short one act musical is coming for a limited time this summer to Disney's California Adventure Park. Stay tuned for more details. So this, of course, made its appearance in Hawkeye when Clint then did the performance with his kids at the musical in episode one. It was so cringy and cringeworthy, but it's actually, in my opinion, brilliant. I think it's going to be so funny to see in person. I think that this Wait, was, you want to see this? I do want to see it. I think it's like one of those things where it's like a spoff on themselves, you know? Yeah, and I they, guess, listen, there's musical people. I'm not a musical person. 
So I'm not super interested in this, but there are people who love these kind of shows. And especially they have these kind of shows. They should bring this show to a cruise ship. I think this would be cool. Yeah. Like where they have those shows on the cruise ships that are very high quality kind of <laughs> musicals that people watch. Yeah. Other people, not me. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like this would be one of those things that they're tested out to see if it could come out in a in a more capacity somewhere. I think it's like so almost like silly too. So I'm looking forward to it. The article says for anyone out there who has long dreamed of seeing a real life production of Rogers the musical, your dreams are about to come true. <laughs> Starting this summer for a limited time engagement. So it's like a test, I think. You're right. Yeah. A short one act version of Rogers the musical. What wait, what does one act actually mean? So one act was probably so not all day, so not multiple performances in a day. So oh, so just one time? Sounds like it, right? The musical will debut on Hyperion stage inside California Adventure Park. More details will be announced later, so stay tuned. But Disney Parks did release a small tease of what's to come at the when the Avengers step into the spotlight. I'm just really excited for the performers. Like I. You know, actors and performers don't get enough credit. And to me, they make a Disney experience that much more enjoyable. And so to be able to involve them in something like this is just, to me, so awesome. I'm excited. Listen, some people do. <laughs> you don't have to love musicals. But I think I actually think this might be more your speed because it's like, it's just, to me, it's going to be funny. I don't know. I don't know. That music, that musical that was they went to in Hawkeye didn't sell me. Okay. I think they need to do some previews or something. And maybe they will. Maybe they'll do some previews on social media that people can see to kind of go watch. I'm just, listen, I'm not a musicals guy. You know, it's funny in behind Daredevil. So in the, in She-Hulk, speaking of, we were kind of talking about both shows. There is an Easter egg in the show behind Daredevil. You can spot a billboard for Rogers, the musical during that scene. So it's just really funny. It's like in the verse, right? In the multiverse that they're doing these things. The only time I would go watch that is if they had the actual characters come and play. Like that's what they should do. I think that's what they're doing. No, no, no. Like, Chris Evans and like the actual actors who played these people. That's what they're actually doing. If they do that, I might go look at it. It is it is Chris Evans in that outfit. Is it not? I don't know. Is it? Yeah. I'm pretty sure we didn't see Iron Man. I'm I'm pretty sure. But I maybe did. it was. It kind of sounded like Iron Man. So whatever. You know, maybe maybe it was Jarvis. It was <laughs> yeah. just Jarvis. There was no Iron Man suit. It was one of it was one of Iron Man's like models. Remember in in Spider Man when he saved him from the water? Yeah. Spider Man actually thought Iron Man was there. Mm-hmm. And he opened the mask and it was nobody. He was like, he was in another country just manually using it. And maybe that's what it's like. Yeah. All right. Next thing. Disney Parks blog announced the new Disneyland hotel first look at the villas at Disneyland, which we heard them working on when we went there recently. There's a couple of videos that I have. You could hear them sawing or whatever they were doing while we we're trying to enjoy. I, our I don't breakfast. know why I didn't think it was that bad. That's because it, it, it's that California air. But they announced their their new Disneyland resort. It's going to be opening in this September, and it looks pretty nice inside. These rooms look really nice. Um, they have a, a nice themed Jungle Book room, bare necessities, <gasps> and they just look really sleek in Disneyland hotelish, but. A little bit more of a modern version of it. I just saw, so I was not really into it until I just saw that second photo. Is it the second or third? I don't know. The photo with Tiana. Yeah. That is so pretty. What about the Jungle Book with the background of the Jungle That's Book? I like too. that. That's uh, cute You're right. No, it's all good. But I, I, Tiana is one of my favorite princesses and I saw that just looks so inviting and I'm excited because anything new, a, a historic property, I was kind of on the fence about. Like I, 
you know, Disneyland Hotel is is iconic. That's a I don't know, but they have a they have a picture right here with it's like a got a balcony and a yeah. fireplace. How, how many points is that? Yeah, gotta wow, gotta eat a lot of gotta eat a lot of PB and J to to afford that. Maybe I don't know, but this is definitely my style. It's like you said, sleek. It's got that touch, that Disney touch that I think the Disneyland Hotel does very well. I think that in general, yeah, like for the, sure. You know, the actual hotel mixes modern and history so well. So this is cute. I like it. I think the Disneyland Hotel is maybe one of my favorite hotels of all Disney properties. I think so too. Yeah. For the location, the, you know, it's especially if you're a Disney nerd like us and you yeah. really are familiar with the story. If you love the history of the company, you, you'll you love the Disneyland Resort. Yeah, and it, it has that contemporary kind of style in the at, at, at Disney World mixed with Walt. So it just... It's just a very familiar type of hotel. When you walk into the Disneyland yeah. Hotel, if you're a Disney lover, if you're a Walt Disney World regular, and you and you you love like the contemporary resort, it, it does feel like home. Definitely, I, yeah. I got the feeling walking into the Disneyland ho- Hotel room for the first time. Yeah, the same feeling I got when I worked walked into the Polynesian our first visit. Definitely, it was like wow, this is really amazing. We made it. You're right, <laughs> like it just felt really good. Yeah, we we're made there. It. <laughs> All right, so since, you know, I'm out on the Rogers musical, I think, unless they show some really cool behind the scenes uh, on Instagram or something like that, All I'm right. out. Let's right. question of the show, because we always okay. do a question of the show. Sure. Answer the question of the show and get entered in to win uh, some swag from the UT Club UTM merch store. Are you in or out on the Rogers the musical coming to Disney Disney's California Adventure this summer? In or out? Drop a comment below why you're in or why you're out. You love musicals. Are you a musical person? <laughs> if you want to subscribe to the podcast or check out our website or use UTM Travel, all the links to that is below in the comment section there and also in the description of this video. That's five things. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Bye, everybody.